Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. child for the key to immortality but now they must face his father the earth's greatest champion where's gohan you can't win let's go his name is goku See the return of his son. Pray for those who took him. I will rule this and every other world! Coming up next, the battle for our planet begins again. Dead Zone. Final epic in the DBC triple feature. Next. Only Tsunami. Dragon, dragon, pump the dragon, dragon ballsy. Welcome, everyone, to reviews or review Z. If you were confused about the title of this uh, new little series we have here at Wonder Soul, uh, I'm your host, Bearded Buddha. Um, here on reviews, we are going to be uh, going over and talking about the Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. The Dragon Ball Super, pretty much all the Dragon Ball movies, okay? We're going to go through them in no particular order, just kind of at random. Um, try to start, you know, at the beginning and, and move forward, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for checking this episode out. I hope you guys enjoy. Um, and let me know at the end of this episode what you guys thought of the movie that we are talking about today to kick off this series and uh, what else you guys would like to hear from Wondersoul and uh, with all that being said we can go ahead and get started um, what to expect from these uh, reviews is just pretty much the good the bad the ugly the highlights the lowlights just kind of a quick summary about the movie and just uh, you know where it stands amongst the the rest of these uh, films um, and specials because we will be doing the quote-unquote TV specials like Bardot, Father of Goku, and History of Trunks. I'm pretty sure those two were not considered quote-unquote movies. Um, for you who are just tuning in and never heard uh, a Wonder Soul episode, uh, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, all of it, Dragon Ball Z especially, holds a really special place uh in my life because um it was really my introduction to anime besides pokemon and stuff like that which pokemon you can look at as a video game as an anime as a card game so many different things for me uh at least uh anime was what was on toonami after school when i got home uh so plenty of 90s uh and early 2000s uh, animes were introduced to people through Toonami, which is still on TV today if you weren't sure. Uh, it comes on once a week now. Uh, every Saturday night uh, is the anime slate from my knowledge. You can check that out. And uh, they got a good lineup. But Dragon Ball Z was the GOAT. And in my opinion, still is. Um, Watching that saga pretty much from start to finish 
was unreal. Uh, not really being used to seeing anything like it. Uh, from the animation to the action to just the concept itself. Uh, you know, I'm pretty much into like all geeky, nerdy, sci-fi, fantasy type stuff. So, you know, from superheroes to medieval fantasy tales, uh, you know, something like Dragon Ball Z and most animes can fall into a category of their own. And Dragon Ball Z just captured my attention and I fell in love with these characters in the story. And I still watch it today. I watch uh, Dragon Ball Super, which is ongoing, and they've had some movies that we'll talk about. Uh, we've done a review for Dragon Ball Super Brawly which you can check out, which is featuring uh, a good friend of the podcast, Melzy, and uh, another good friend of the podcast, Mike, who is also on Wonder News and other numerous episodes of Wonder Soul. But anyways, uh, so watching the show is a whole experience uh, in itself, and I would like to talk about the sagas uh, and just have a discussion about those, you know, with you guys and kind of take it from the beginning and finish it all the way up and catch up um but dragon ball z the movie dead zone is like the first dragon ball z movie uh i know it's not the first movies uh i know dragon ball had some but dead zone was like the prequel to dragon ball z so for those who are listening and don't really know super a lot about Dragon Ball and that whole thing. So Dragon Ball is a story about Goku, the main character, when he's a kid. Uh, it pretty much goes through a point where he's like a, a teenager, a young, a young adult, pretty much. And then Dragon Ball Z is like the, I wouldn't say spinoff, but the continuation of the story. Uh, Goku's a father. He has a son named Gohan. He's married. And it just is like the further tales, and it gets a you know a little bit more uh, actiony, um, a little bit darker in tone in, in some ways. Not all the not all the time. Uh, some say like GT, for instance, which is after Z or was uh, was the original like sequel to Dragon Ball Z. So that was a lot darker. A lot of people said Super. I would say is a lot lighter in tone. Which, okay, so just let's get back on track. So it goes Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and it used to be Dragon Ball GT after that. It was like the, the third one. Now they're saying that doesn't really exist. It didn't happen. Um, now it's Dragon Ball Super. So Z is when I got into it. Now this show in anime and manga had been out for a while, but it just recently, uh, when I started watching it as a kid, like in the early 2000s, had uh, really started to hit you know america and so watching on toonami i uh, would watch the show every day but then they had the movies and the tv specials and they would show them sometimes uh all together sometimes just individually and so dead zone is the first one so if you watch dragon ball as goku's a kid and then you watch this movie and then you get into dragon ball z the series um, it's like the, this movie bridges those series. Uh, it's supposed to be in a lot of ways, like I said, like this prelude, uh, to Dragon Ball Z. And it's the first movie that has that Dragon Ball Z title, uh, and, you know, brand. So anyways, just to kind of set you up, you know, <laughs> I want to make sure at, at least everybody's sort of on the same page. Um, 
But I'm kind of assuming that most of you listening have some common knowledge when it comes to anime or Dragon Ball Z in general. And um, so let's talk about Dead Zone, okay? That's what you guys are really listening for. So Dead Zone, I just watched it twice in the last like 24 hours. I recently got um, a VHS tape of it uh, through eBay. I'm starting to try to collect all the the series and movies on VHS if they were um, on that format. And so I haven't seen this one in a long time. Uh, Dead Zone is... It's not bad. (laughs) For the first uh, movie, it it pretty much does what a lot of Dragon Ball Z in some ways becomes uh, known for. Like there's certain tropes, uh, themes, and things that just happen that... Are, are trends throughout the series and actually a lot of the movies. I mean, you know, Dragon Ball has always been up to that point, uh, up to Dead Zone, about collecting the Dragon Balls. And that's still like the backbone of the series. But as, uh, as you continue to watch or read the manga, it becomes more about action. It becomes more about the Saiyans. It becomes more about, okay, this is larger than Earth. Um, they refer to Piccolo as like an earth demon, I think, in Dragon Ball. But then once we get into Z, you start to find out that he's an alien from a planet called Namek. And that Goku is actually a alien as well. He's a Saiyan uh, from a planet. I think it's called Vegeta, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it starts to broaden the scope of the, the show and the series uh and in a lot of ways, I enjoy that. And Super actually takes it one step further um, and introduces a lot more than just like space, like other galaxies and universes. Oh, it's crazy. So, so Dead Zone actually gets a follow-up. Um, I think it's important to mention that that most of these movies kind of stand on their own. You can plug them into the timeline, quote unquote, but. Uh, they can be watched on their own and it only brings extra entertainment and value if you know the characters and know the story to a certain degree but I think you can enjoy these movies on their own but Dead Zone actually gets like a Garlic Jr. saga which is the main villain in this movie Garlic Jr. which uh, this let's go ahead and start with Garlic Jr. okay um, let's go ahead and jump into this movie I got, I got some notes here guys um, and I just want to you know, we'll follow that format, but we'll just kind of go off the rails here. But Garlic Jr. is the villain. I- is he good as a villain? No, not really. <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe at the time, but like rewatching it, it just seems like if you are a fan of the series, you know about Emperor Pilaf, which is the short blue demon. Uh, almost Namek, almost just like Garlic Jr. Uh, type villain who's trying to collect all the Dragon Balls, you know, and he's like one of those stereotypical villains. Well, Garlic Jr. falls into that category. He's like, hey, I'm just looking for the Dragon Balls. Uh, I want to wish for immortality. Uh, these guys fucked me over, me and my family. They sent my dad into the dead zone, I think. And uh, I think that's how he was defeated. And the dead zone is this place, I guess, that you will uh, be in darkness uh, for all eternity. It's kind of like, I think, whatever the the villains from Superman movie, the Christopher Reeves, were sent to. I don't know, the mirror dimension. 
Um, so anyways, yeah, his dad was defeated when he was trying to do the same thing. And uh, so his son, Garlic Jr., is all pissed off. He's been plotting and scheming. And he's got like three buddies of his that are like the Ginyu Force of the Garlic Jr. squad. Uh, they're goofy as fuck. They're mediocre strong. Um, and they just have weird freaking sayings. Like when they power up, they they yell pepperoni and some other shit. It's, it's kind of cringy. But uh, so anyways, Garlic Jr., he, he wants immortality. He's like, I want to take over everything. And if I... If I don't have to worry about dying, I guess I'm good. Which is like another theme throughout Dragon Ball is a lot of the villains that want the Dragon Balls and they want immortality. Um, the thing about it is, is that Gohan, Goku's son, has a hat that he wears, this red top hat looking thing that actually has one of the Dragon Balls on it. So this is where the whole story of Dead Zone, this movie, comes from. I mean, it's just Garlic Jr. seeking revenge for his father, trying to collect all the Dragon Balls. And so, at the beginning of the movie, we see Piccolo, like, training. He's powering up. And, uh, gotta say, Piccolo's voice actor in this this dub that I've watched, uh, which is uh, the English dub version, I think, from Pioneer. Uh, oh, it's amazing. It's fantastic. It really sounded like, if you guys haven't heard heard this voice actor for piccolo or watched this movie it really sounded like the guy from mortal kombat who plays raiden so and i checked it out and i guess it's not which is disappointing but very similar uh you guys let me know if you uh, feel the same way so anyways piccolo's training he's powering up boom garlic jr's three stooges come through and they they actually handle piccolo pretty easily and uh piccolo's at this point in the story you know, he's that Vegeta-type um, anti-hero, where he's not a bad guy, but he's not a good guy, and he, and he still has beef with Goku and his friends. So, it was, if you were probably watching this and not seen anything after, um, and had just been watching Dragon Ball, and to see Piccolo get handled like that, I'm pretty sure that was like, whoa, Piccolo's like, pretty strong. These guys must be pretty strong too. And so, it kind of sets the tone. And then you see, Pic uh, not Piccolo, Garlic Jr. walk up on Chi-Chi and Gohan and handle Chi-Chi, even though she tried to put up a fight for a minute there. She's pretty badass. You know, Chi-Chi's a fighter, for those who don't know. Um, and her father's also uh, a pretty strong dude. Um, so Garlic Jr. shows up. And when you first see Garlic Jr., he looks pretty cool. He's got the cloak. He, he, he looks a little creepier, a little bit more intimidating. Um... And then, you know, the next scene after he captures Gohan is that, you know, you find out he looks like Emperor Pilaf. Um, <laughs> but I gotta say, like, I, I, this isn't my favorite uh, voice acting squad, uh, but there are some really cool highlights. Like, I don't mind this version of Goku. He sounds like he's like, you know, hey guys, we need to fight and save the world. Piccolo, you know, he has that kind of voice. Um, I love the guy who does Goku now. And that's the one I'm used to. Uh, I know that uh, Christopher Sabat, uh, who does Vegeta, and he currently does Piccolo. I like that version of Piccolo too, but there's something about the Piccolo voice in this dub that I really enjoy. And I'm telling you guys, uh, hey man, I love good voice acting, especially in my animes. I, I will watch animes uh, when they're subbed. But I prefer 
like really good voice acting in English. That's just my preference, you know. You know, we can argue on Twitter if you want to you want to do that, but you know, that's just where I stand. Anyways, um, let's see. So the you know the voice acting overall in this movie is dope. Just want to say that real quick. The only people that I have a problem with is Gohan, but Gohan in this point in the story and even in this movie, I never really like because he's just a whining kid that's super powerful. Uh, Master Roshi. Uh, his voice actor in this movie was weird. Uh, you know, I love the the Roshi that we get now, or the one that we're used to. Um, but yeah, let's just say that Garlic Jr. When we find out that he looks like Emperor Piloth, and he's at his like castle, uh, evil lair type base, he's not that intimidating, and it was kind of disappointing. And once you find out that that's all he really wants is like, I'm just trying to get immortality. Nah, my father, they they shall pay. And he's got those three. You know, henchmen that are just like, yeah, Garlic Jr., master of the universe. I was like, what the heck? Um, I mean, but that's it. Look, <laughs> this is a Dragon Ball Z movie. Like, Dragon Ball Z, in a lot of ways, there's some cool story in there. But I'm here to see some cool fighting and just some uh, awesome art style music. And I gotta say, the aesthetics of these older animes, like the 90s, 80s, um, even the early 2000s. I love this art style. There's something very nostalgic about watching the crisp, rougher, not so smooth and uh, shiny anime style. And uh, I really wish that more animes that are modern would, would embrace that style. And that it would almost become a style on its own. And that even though you're a modern anime, you can still make it look uh, almost in, I don't want to use this word, but retro. Um, but you know, it is a stereotypical DBZ story, you know, it might look really cool and it does, but you know, it's like, Hey, get the Dragon Balls, world domination, immortality, you know? So you get some comedy bits here and there. Um, you know, Gohan, he gets high, I guess he eats some kind of trippy psychedelic and, uh, one of Garlic Jr.'s henchmen's like, yo, kids aren't supposed to have those. They start seeing things. And I was like, what the hell? And sure enough, Gohan starts seeing like dragons and dinosaurs, which I mean, let's be real. For some reason, uh, in the Dragon Ball Z universe, there are dinosaurs and other things. There's aliens and monsters and animals that are, you know, it's a weird world. Uh, it's fun, but it's weird uh, when you, st <laughs> you stop and kind of analyze it. But, you know, Gohan has this old trippy music video psychedelic experience, which was kind of like out random as hell. It's like, what? Um, and you know, I was really surprised to see how quick Garlic Jr. gets all the Dragon Balls and how, um, he actually does wish for immortality. I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, whoa, man, they, um, they actually let him wish for immortality? Well, knowing where Goku and other characters are, I was like, I don't know what kind of chance they have in actually being this dude now. So it kind of made it interesting. I was like, okay. Let's see where this goes. And um, then we get to see Kami, which Kami is the guardian of Earth. He's the Namek. Um, he's like Piccolo, uh, but older. He He's in that tower, uh, floating building thing up in the sky. Um, and later him and Piccolo join and become like one. And, so, and there's a whole interesting dynamic with Kami and Piccolo and stuff. But Kami shows up. And I guess Kami is the one, 
because I mean it would make sense he's a guardian of earth that 300 years ago he defeated garlic garlic jr's father and sent him into the dead zone so that's kind of what happened and so Kami's older now, 300 years later, shows up, is like, damn, Garlic Jr., the hell are you doing? You, you trying to start trouble? Garlic Jr. is like, yeah, old man, and you know what? I've, I've already wished for immortality, so what are you, you going to do about it? So, uh, obviously, Kami tries to put up a good fight. Uh, and that doesn't go too well, but we'll get back to that, okay? Uh, after we see Kami's in this movie... Um, uh, one of the next things that we see is Krillin. Krillin shows up, which Krillin was uh, with Bulma at Master Roshi's place. And Krillin, he uh, has no point in the story. Most of the time, he kind of gets, you know, shoved to be this side. Go and do this uh, non-action type stuff, Krillin. Like, go find my kid. I gotta fight these dudes. And oh, speaking of um, Goku's kid, Gohan is still tripping balls. And he's up on the balcony and he pees on Krillin's head. Like there's this weird moment where you just, there's no music or any other sound effects except for dribbling water on Krillin's bald ass head. <laughs> and I was like, is Gohan peeing on him? What's going on here, man? So anyways, that was, that was crazy. It was kind of funny, man. But, uh, so then we're introduced to Piccolo. Piccolo we thought was dead, I guess. They wanted us to really believe that those three guys killed him at the beginning. He's back. He's pissed off. He's got that cool ass, badass voice, and this is just a cool version of Piccolo. I like. I like it. I like it when he's like Vegeta. I feel like when Vegeta came along, they shoved Piccolo into more of like this mentor, uh, Kami-like guru, you know, who's like just always got his shit together, and he has no personal attachments to anything or anyone except for Gohan, right, and protecting Earth. I don't know. You guys explain that to me. Um, and which one do you prefer? So anyways, he he shows up, man. And Piccolo and Goku still have beef. I gotta, yeah, yeah, sorry. I forgot to mention that Goku showed up. <laughs> yeah, like all these characters aren't just there and Goku's not. Goku, you know, he's at this point still flying on his Nimbus cloud, which I've always liked and thought was cool. Um, and he's got his little, his uh, extendo pole on his back. Um, and so, basically, we get a Kami versus Garlic Jr., which is not really a fight. We get, uh, you know, Goku and Piccolo are fighting all the, the henchmen, which is just these three guys. Um, we get to see that they have this power-up ability that also Garlic Jr. has. Um, some interesting, cool action. Dude, I'm telling you, Goku in, in these early uh, episodes and movies looks and is inspired definitely from Jackie Chan. Like, if you've ever seen Jackie Chan in his prime in movies and, and whatever, dude, Goku is just like him. He's goofy, but he's so talented and, and able to move, and, and it's just so it's so entertaining. Um, so there is some cool fighting and stuff. The Kamehameha is super OP at this point in the story. He, like, basically takes out the henchmen with that. Um... And Krillin is like running around, trying to get Gohan, I think, at that point. Uh, he's just being a babysitter. So, you know, what are you going to do? So anyways, we get to our, our big finale. It's Scarlet Jr. versus Piccolo and Goku. You know, Goku and Piccolo are like, damn, we got to team up, man, but we're not really cool friends. And Piccolo's like, yeah, uh, don't get used to it, man. After we get through with Scarlet Jr., I'm coming for you, man. We got some beef to settle. And, um, you know, they duke it out. It's an okay fight. Garlic Jr. beefs up. You know, he's like, you guys can't hurt me. 
you know, I'm like the juggernaut, bitch. No, he's like this immor uh, immortal, you know, uh, freaking crazy-ass villain dude now who just is laughing. His eyes are all white and no pupils and shit. And, you know, Piccolo and Goku, they try. They put up some good fights, you know. It's... But it's, it's no good. It's no good. And then, so, um, Garlic Jr., he opens up the dead zone, which was so random. For a lot of the movie, I, I forgot. I was like, why is this movie called Dead Zone again? And I remember watching it the second time, seeing the, the whole story about Garlic Jr.'s father and how he was uh, sent into the dead zone. But then I was like, wait, why was he sent into the dead zone? And then it turns out that Garlic Jr. has this uh, this ability, this power, to like just charge up and open this this portal, this uh, dimensional, you know, freaking gateway into the dead zone. And uh, so he kind of fucks himself over because he's opening the portal. Everybody's flying and stuff. Goku actually saves Piccolo and um, Gohan. Gohan's under a bunch of rubble. Charges up, gets pissed off. He walks up to Garlic Jr. Everybody's like, how is he able to just stand there and not get sucked into the dead zone? So Gohan has one of his moments that um, he will soon have over and over again, I think. Uh, this is obviously um, the at the point from the, from the beginning, from the beginning of Dragon Ball Z, they had been hinting at Gohan's going to be this next big thing. He's going to take the mantle from Goku, but he's going to be unique where he's he's filled with a lot more emotion because he's half human uh, from Chi Chi being his mom. And that dynamic uh, that you get when you mix, uh, you know, Saiyan and human uh, blood and genes and stuff, it it's made Gohan super powerful. So anyways, Gohan does what Gohan does and defeats the villain kind of. Kind of anticlimactic, I, I, I gotta say. Um, you know, I thought it was interesting that this dude's Im uh, immortal. How is Piccolo and Goku gonna fight him? And, you know, Garlic Jr. even talks about, oh, look, it's the two of the world's greatest fighters. And, you know, they just kind of punch, punch, and nothing really happens. And, and then Gohan just gets pissed off, and he's a kid. Which, he, you know, he has those moments, like once you get into, like, the Saiyan saga. And, and, and throughout the, the show, I think it kind of takes a breather in the Frieza saga, but definitely, you guys know, in the Cell saga, Gohan becomes like this like second coming. Um, but yeah, and then the movie is pretty much over. You know, it's pretty much an extended episode. Um, it was like 40-something minutes long, so it didn't feel like a movie per se, just like a... Um, an extra episode and this is the uncut version that I watched and I don't know what was so uncut about it um, but look regardless it's simple it's enjoyable and it's entertaining for the first movie and for this like prequel type setup that we get here um, I enjoyed it I mean it, it maybe it's the nostalgia because of the look the sounds like the music the trumpet the old soundtrack that they had for like dragon ball and now uh, early dragon ball z is so good i mean it only gets better but man it's still so enjoyable um maybe it was just fun revisiting 
uh, Dead Zone after not seeing it in so long because really honestly it's pretty simple and there's not a lot to go back and watch over and over again there's not many standout whoa moments um, especially after seeing everything we've seen up to this point you know if you looked at Dead Zone and, and then went and watched uh, Dragon Ball Super Brawly it's night and day um, but you know, it just reminds you of a simpler time when things were a little bit more grounded, where you felt like the characters weren't so powerful. And in the tropes that we see in Dead Zone were at their earliest stages, you know? So it's only after seeing the series and these other movies, um, does Dead Zone kind of lose that, that, that touch or that, um, what would make it unique in some ways, it, it kind of falls in line as one of the ones that kind of blends in or who knows, it kind of probably, it, I guess Dead Zone paved the way for these other movies and, and once we talk about uh, like, you know, the world's strongest and Tree of Might, maybe Dead Zone will stand out more as like the uh, the leader of the group and in uh, actually will be the one of the better ones or, you know, I'm not sure because the other ones are similar, uh, not all of them, but the early ones, especially the early Dragon Ball Z movies. Um, so it's going to be interesting uh, doing this rating review for these movies. Um, right now, I mean, Dead Zone's the only one we've talked about, so it's number one here <laughs> at, the, at the top of the charts. Um, our rating system for this, uh, this series is going to be out of uh, the seven Dragon Balls. Um, you know, you can do the, do the math there. Seven being one of the best, if not the greatest, flawless, perfect, um, you know, no Dragon Balls was trash ones, you know, you get what I'm saying. So for Dragon Ball Z, the movie Dead Zone, uh, I Bearded Buddha would have to give it a, uh, a four star Dragon Ball. Um, this is, uh, the middle. This isn't bad. This isn't the greatest though. Um, it, it's just nostalgic for me and adds that extra, uh, sense of value because of that the look the aesthetic um, the sounds in this movie the villains kind of weak um, Even though it will be interesting when we talk later about the garlic jr. Saga how how the feelings change about the character later um, Gohan being the whiny Overpowered kid never have liked that I've always liked Gohan when he was able to start to stand on his own two feet, you know uh, Like when they go to Namek, there's a lot of cool, you know Moments with him and Krillin and all that. I love Piccolo. Love the voice actor. Love the voice actor for Goku I think it's just like perfect for that version of Goku as he becomes the Goku we know today I am in love with the voice acting job that has been done um, overall Hey, check it out. It's the first one, you know, so for a first one, I'm sure they were playing a little safe and uh, This one being a movie that you could watch before watching Dragon Ball Z and it kind of bridges the gaps of the series I think was really cool and interesting because uh, what we'll find out as we talk about the other movies is They kind of stand on their own a lot more than uh, Dead Zone. Dead Zone really feels like it's more of like a um, a season or a series premiere longer extended episode to kind of go hey this is Dragon Ball Z and this is the tone and the look and feel of the show that you should expect and get used to this is where our characters are right now and this is where they're you know they have the potential of going um, I'm not sure if this is the introduction of Gohan in a lot of ways if we've seen anything 
before that had him so we get him in his early stages um, so overall four star check it out why not try to watch them all you can actually catch uh, Dragon Ball Z the movie Dead Zone on Funimation now if you have that app or service I do that's where I watch most of my anime this is not a uh, paid advertisement uh, but I'm collecting all of them on VHS, so that's why I'm, you know, kind of inspired to check them out and revisit, you know, these movies. So I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, discussion review uh, of Dragon Ball Z, the movie Dead Zone. Uh, I hope you guys look forward to uh, checking out the future episodes in this series, the reviews. Um, and I promise I'm going to stop doing the Z at the end of uh, reviews, but I just want to put emphasis on the Z. You know, Dragon Ball Z, get it? Uh, I know you guys get it. But um, anyways, if you enjoyed this episode, you know, please share it with your friends, your co-workers, classmates, family, whoever you know is into anime, Dragon Ball Z, or any content that you can find in the catalog of Wonder Soul. Uh, a lot of variety here as far as uh, formats and topics and episodes and stuff like that so check it out um what did you guys think about the movie dragon ball z dead zone uh tell me what you guys liked didn't like favorite moments uh low lights my favorite moment will just be probably uh any moments with piccolo uh honestly i just want to mention that so what's yours and uh if you guys want to connect with uh, Wonder Soul, you can do so by searching Wonder Soul on social media, on Instagram and Twitter. Um, if you want to support Wonder Soul, you can rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel where you can find this episode if you're not already listening to it here on the Wonder Soul YouTube channel. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, please. Um, and if you uh, are not listening to this episode on YouTube, check it out. And uh, yeah, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Until the next time, I'm Beard Buddha, and this was another episode of Wonder Soul. Take care, and next time on Dragon Ball Z. Don't you see? Freeze is scared of you. He's scared of what you might become. You're getting destroyed, Bardock. And which planet are they sending you to, little guy? Frieza, I'm coming for you. It's me he wants. So be it. If he keeps this up, he's going to become stronger than King Vegeta. <laughs>